Manna or Meatloaf, Episode 15, Sunday. Hello, hello. Okay, I've re-recorded this like a dozen times, and unfortunately, this fabulous nasal voice isn't going away until the sinus infection that's causing it does, and it seems to be sticking around. So I'm very sorry. I know it's not the best voice for a podcast, but it's the voice I've got going on these days. So today is a special day. It's Sunday, my favorite day of the week. I just love Sundays, don't you? We get to partake of the sacrament and rest from our labors. And these days, I always get a nap on Sunday, among other things. My intent with this episode today and every Sunday is to shine light on the important things, right? So today, I want to talk about a principle that can cut through the thickest darkness and brighten even the heaviest of hearts. I want to talk about hope as your go-to strategy for life. I hope you're all breathing deeply, staying grounded, and riding the waves of life, so to speak, because this is just such a crazy time. I feel like just as the death toll from the pandemic declines in some areas around the nation, we're introduced to a whole new onslaught of distressing realities. Stress, as you well know, is part of the game of life. The ones who are winning at this game are the ones who have effective coping strategies on board to deal with those stressors of life. What are your coping strategies, and do you recognize whether they're positive and appropriate? And more importantly, are they serving you or not? Are they keeping you engaged in life or not? Are they offering healthy ways to decompress or not? Do you busy yourself or detach yourself, overthink or overeat? feel numb, or overstimulate. During individually trying times, we're all called to rethink how we appropriately handle stress, don't you think? But when things come at us on a national level, I think the amount of energy circulating those negatives can become overwhelming. I've learned through 20 years of practicing zone therapy that the more energy you give something, the bigger it becomes. So is it any wonder that the disturbing things that are publicized and seen on newsreels and social media posts that are commented on by our hundreds and thousands of friends and contacts add to that individual and global energy? Now, don't get me wrong. While shining light on something horrendous like human trafficking brings much needed attention and action to a horrific and sickening actuality, what we use to counteract the negative energy that we experience personally will make all the difference in how we move forward with the new information we've gathered. That makes sense, right? Elder Dieter F. Uchtdorf refers to hope as an abiding trust that the Lord will fulfill His promise to us, but reminds us that there still must needs be opposition in all things. In his general conference address entitled The Infinite Power of Hope, he says, quote, The adversary uses despair to bind hearts and minds in suffocating darkness. Despair drains from us all that is vibrant and joyful and leaves behind the empty remnants of what life was meant to be. Despair kills ambition, advances sickness, pollutes the soul, and deadens the heart. Despair can seem like a staircase that leads only and forever downward. Hope, on the other hand, is like the beam of sunlight rising up and above the horizon of our present circumstances. It pierces the darkness with a brilliant dawn. It encourages and inspires us to place our trust in the loving care of an eternal Heavenly Father. 
who has prepared a way for those who seek for eternal truth in a world of relativism, confusion, and of fear. End quote. Hope is a healer. Turning to hope, focusing upon, learning of, and believing in its power is one of the best ways to dissipate the stress that comes from negative emotion or feelings of powerlessness and despair. It is one of the best game plans and life strategies there is. And I don't know about you, but I find such a great amount of comfort in knowing that hope, as a gift of Christ, can comfort and strengthen those in the midst of the most horrific of circumstances. Helen Keller said, quote, Although the world is full of suffering, it is also full of the overcoming of it. End quote. That is hope. Many believe that human nature is responsible for that sprig of hope we find planted in our beings, right? But as members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we know it as our divine nature, the light of Christ and the light of life that allows us to recognize inherent faith and hope in our lives. Throughout time, we have heard the expressions, the sun will always rise, time heals all wounds, and even the Book of Mormon repeats the message over and over again, and it came to pass. Well, a version of hope that I believe because it resonates in my heart is that Sunday, as in Sunday, the day of the week, Sunday will come. Elder Joseph B. Worthlin, a former apostle, is responsible for this idiom that has become one of my absolute all-time favorites, and I repeatedly seek the measure of comfort that it provides. It was Elder Worthlin that prefaced the meaning behind the phrase when he said in regards to the crucifixion of the Savior of Jesus Christ, quote, I think of how dark that Friday was when Christ was lifted up on the cross. On that terrible Friday, the earth shook and grew dark. Frightful storms lashed at the earth. Those evil men who sought his life rejoiced. Now that Jesus was no more, surely those who followed him would disperse. On that day, those men stood triumphant. On that day, the veil of the temple was rent in twain. Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of Jesus, were both overcome with grief and despair. The superb man they had loved and honored hung lifeless upon the cross. On that Friday, the apostles were devastated. Jesus, their Savior, the man who had walked on water and raised the dead, was himself at the mercy of wicked men. They watched helplessly as he was overcome by his enemies. On that Friday, the Savior of mankind was humiliated and bruised, abused and reviled. It was a Friday filled with devastating, consuming sorrow that gnawed at the souls of those who loved and honored the Son of God. I think that of all the days since the beginning of this world's history, that Friday was the darkest. But the doom of that day did not endure. The despair did not linger, because on Sunday, the resurrected Lord burst the bonds of death. He ascended from the grave and appeared gloriously triumphant as the Savior of all mankind. And in an instant, the eyes that had been filled with ever-flowing tears dried. The lips that had whispered prayers of distress and grief now filled the air with wondrous praise. For Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, stood before them as the first fruits of the resurrection, the proof that death is merely the beginning of a new and wondrous experience. Each of us will have our own Fridays, those days when the universe itself seems shattered and the shards of our world lie littered about us in pieces. We all will experience those broken times when it seems we can never be put together again. We will all have our Fridays. But I testify to you in the name of the one who conquered death, Sunday will come. In the darkness of our sorrow, Sunday will come. No matter our desperation, no matter our grief, in this life or the next, 
Sunday will come. End quote. While I believe that Elder Worthland's example gives each of us hope of the resurrection and the anticipation of life after death, I also believe that his gorgeous imagery translates to my simple understanding of all things. Because as life has a tendency to do, it teaches us those lessons as if it was Mrs. Trunchbull herself. Do you remember the movie, Matilda? (laughs) That mean headmistress creeps into my mind and I can see her clearly with her bat in hand, screaming inches from those little innocent faces. Yes, life sometimes feels like that, doesn't it? But club-threatening, bad-breath-wielding, hair-raising, screaming still can't deny that weekends eventually appear, the bell will ring, and school will be dismissed. Sunday will come. When my father was diagnosed with cancer, when my father-in-law died, when wildfires raged, I have to admit, surgeries heal, graves have been opened, rain falls, Sunday will come. When I feel lonely, when my grandson is broken, when lawsuits threaten, I again acknowledge a friend's call, bones mend, hot tubs help. So when life hurts, when marriages fail, when there isn't enough, when kids detour, when the phone doesn't ring, when disease and destruction and calamities reign, Sunday will come. And when hearts are broken, forgiveness isn't granted, death happens, and understanding flees, just remember The sun will rise, the rain will cease, the light will appear, Sunday will come for all of us. So in the words of one of our favorite apostles, Elder Jeffrey R. Holland, hope on, journey on. I hope this Sunday you keep that very important. This week and always, have a happy Sunday. (laughs) 